Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Weekend Review on W-A-Y-O-L-P freaking Rochester, also on Apple freaking Podcast, freaking Spotify, and freaking SoundCloud if anybody freaking wants to know. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, my name is Taylor the freaking Mossman Lostin, and with me as always to my left is Sandy the Sandman Fargus, then bringing up the rear we have Doug the Slug Jordan, Slug Jordan himself. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, and the freaking panel, Start your freaking engines. This is our week in freaking review. Weakers, <laughs> tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. It has been one week since we last spoke. And I find that I have a competition in me. I want no one else to succeed. I have discovered this competition most recently. But the seed of this competition goes back long, long, long ago. I am a baby in a baby cage. Trying to escape. And what is this? Right beside me, another baby, a small child. And we each have rattlers. But I start to notice that his rattler is a little bigger than mine. And I look at my rattler, raise it high above my head begin striking blows upon the baby beside me. He shouts out in anger, surprise, pain as my crashing blows come down upon his head. In triumph, I rise. The bloody rattle in my hand and a brand new rattle in mine other. Then I wake up. Thought I'd get that off my chest, top of the hour. Um, what the hell is a baby cage? It's one of them little cages they put around babies so that they can't escape. Are you, are you talking about a crib? It's like a crib, but it's on the floor. So like a dog, like, like a dog crate, but for a baby. Yeah, like a dog crate for a baby with no ceiling and high walls. It's like a play. I think they call play pens. Whatever they call it, Duck Jordan, it is a cage. It's, it sounds a little bit more like a like a crib, but on the floor, I guess a play pen. Here's the thing: my parents' doctor, my doctor, my pediatrician warned my parents against sticking me in one of those things with another kid said he could become violent and he's very big i was a large baby i was pushing 50 pounds at one year old wait was this a was this a i mean was this a vision or was this did this really did you beat a baby with your freaking rattle to well, sleep this is a vision 
that I return to from my past. So, yes, it really happened. And yes, it is also a visage. Um, all right. Um, no further freaking questions. Well, God bless you for that. Thank you for the buzzing. Well, geez, Louise, down on my knees, we have a great freaking show for Weakers and Tweakers. Before we get into that, though, of course, we want to check in with our panel. Doug Jordan, how you doing? How you been? How horny are you? God bless you. And how was your week? Uh, thank you for the blessing. Uh, and uh, thanks for asking how horny I am, though I don't usually like to answer that on the radio. But, you know, thank you for asking me anyways. God bless you I for that. that. So you're saying you, oh, are, you, you. you are very actually. No, I'm saying you know, I don't want to. I, pre- I prefer not to answer it on the radio. You said thank you. Yes, I am very you for asking and God bless you. That is, if you. that is absolutely not what I said. I said thank you for asking me, and though I don't like to answer it on the radio. And how was your week? Yeah, week was, you know, it was okay. You know, fine. Yeah, you know, uh, I think Sandy says tumultuous at best. Uh, I don't know. What the hell did you, what? What? You usually go, uh, you know, if I could describe my week in one way, I would say uh, d- tumultuous at best. You do say that a lot, Sandy. Um, very well, often. Well, it sounds like you're saying freaking tumultuous at best, which I, and I go, I've never said freaking said that in my freaking life. I did not saying tumultuous. I'm saying tumultuous. Tumultuous. I think it is tumultuous. I mean, I'm not saying. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm whether you you meant to freaking say tumultuous or not, it is what you freaking said, and and I'm and I'm and I suppose I freaking like it. I think. Um, I think it paints quite the freaking pigs there. Yeah, but I didn't say tumultuous. But I what happened in your week that was tumultuous? Well, you know, my yard. Uh, I was I was pranked again. I uh, went out to my yard after cleaning up the previous week's prank, and this week I found a whole. Somebody got a whole bunch of baked beans and and dumped it into the horseshoe pit. So then I had to shovel out all these baked beans and didn't couldn't even eat them because covered in freaking dirt. Yeah. There's nothing worse than freaking useless beans. So I always yeah, it's say. a waste. It's a waste of freaking. I'm not even mad they dumped it in the pit. I'm just mad, I'm kind of mad that they wasted the freaking beans. If you know what I'm saying. Are you ever gonna be able to get that bean stink out your horseshoe pit? Yeah. I don't really see an issue with the beans staining the dirt. Well, any ideas who it is? Obviously, I have a no sin. I believe, of course, it is the Paisanos. And probably at the request of Mama Paisano, Papa Paisano, also known as Mama Majani. What the hell are their names? Maggio and Paggio. Well, I don't think it's the, I don't think it's the, I don't think it's Maggio and Paggio. And I don't think it's the Paisanos. And that's Stefano, Mario, Luigi, Flavio, uh, Cousin Eddie, you know. Giuseppe. Yeah, Giuseppe. I don't think it's any of them. I think, you know, I think it's a bunch of neighborhood kids. But, you know, because I got pranked uh, a second time, I decided, okay, you know, enough is enough. I'm going to go out and get some uh, security cameras and install them in the backyard. So uh, went out, you know, I uh, planned, uh, planned where to put them to get the perfect angle. So no angle was left uncovered i got about four cameras sprawled out uh throughout the backyard vicinity uh you know one place directly in front of 
the the horseshoe pit and two on either side and and then one kind of at, at angled towards the shed you know as you're walking around the garage so i got my angles figured out i had my four cameras placed uh then I decided, you know, once once uh, you could either do wireless or you could do wired. You know, wired is a little bit stronger of a connection. If you do wireless, you know, if the wireless goes out, then the freaking camera stops freaking working. So I decided to go freaking wired. Uh, so I had to get a bunch of wire and I had to run it under the ground. You pull up the sod, you know, and then you got to you dig a little bit of a trench for the wire to run. And then I started to lay all the wire uh, towards uh, the house to the main frame uh, where the wire goes there. And then you got to connect it all there. You plug everything into the main frame and then you have to start uh, figuring that out. So then you got to troubleshoot it. You got to make sure your angles are correct. So then you got to go back out. And what you got to do is you have to go find, uh, you know, which Doug angle. Jordan, Doug Jordan, you know, this is a one hour show. Yeah, we I'm just explaining. How, you know, if anybody out there needs to know how to set up a security system, these are the steps. Do it that you on have your own do. time. Jeez, Louis, we cannot talk about Doug Jordan's camera freaking class 101. What ended up happening? Okay, well, after I set them all up and I tested the network, you know, made sure everything was working. I, I uh, a couple nights went on, uh, and there was nothing, uh, nothing at all. And then one night, finally, I got, I was able to get something and I, I was able to see some kids or, well, I don't know. I couldn't really see very well who, who they were, but there was people that were pranking the freaking yard uh, and I got them on the camera. So, so you figured out who it was. No, it was pretty, you know, because it was dark, it was pretty hard to see. And they had, you know, wait a minute, are you saying these and- cameras don't work at night? Well, they do work at night. It's just you know, you don't get the best quality of the nighttime camera. So you mean, uh, you mean to tell me, Doug? Stop, stop interrupting me. Uh, you mean to tell me that you didn't get freaking night vision, freaking goggle uh, camera, cam- cameras? You gotta get night vision. Well, they were not specifically night, but I figured you know, you know, there's light, you know, coming off of other people's houses that would probably illuminate the backyard a little bit so you could get them on the in the camera in the shot yeah it's, it's too but, it's too bad that the freaking your freaking backyard freaking porch light is freaking turned off but i had to freaking turn that sucker off so that i didn't you know keep setting it off every single time i gotta go out there to use the freaking uh freaking backyard toilet if you know what i freaking mean yeah that's another reason probably why it was so hard to illuminate the faces in the video is because you turned the light off so you could go to the toilet and there's actually a lot of video of you going in the toilet back there. I was so. about to freaking ask, guys. Jesus, Louise, how, how many freaking times have you freaking caught me freaking going number two in the freaking backyard? Because the porch light is off, you know, that I can usually just see it make out a silhouette. But yeah, I, I can figure out that that's you. Wait, not Doug Jordan. Here's the last thing I want to ask. And I, then I would like to move on, to be honest with you. But did you? Is that? Are you going to ask a freaking question or are you going to? But yeah, was that the question or? No, I had a thought. I forgot what it was. It was. It's about the beans or the fact that the cameras didn't freaking work. How much of this footage are you watching? Well, you get a little alert on your phone when it, you know things when it goes off and it senses something back there and you know. Per day, how many hours of footage do you think you're watching? 
quite a bit, I think, you know, I'm kind of checking it incessantly now because I want to, you know, I'm trying to catch the people that freaking pranked my backyard. Not once, not twice, but three freaking times now. No further questions. I have one further freaking question. Yeah. This freaking third, this third freaking prank. You caught, you caught them on camera. I mean, so first you had the freaking ketchup and mustard and the freaking piles of freaking feces. Unfortunately, one of those was freaking mine. Um, then you had the freaking baked beans in the freaking horseshoe pit. And then you said there was a freaking third prank in which you uh, caught freaking unusable, freaking unidentifiable, freaking worthless freaking footage um, of the freaking culprits. I mean, what was what was the freaking prank that time? You know, I they they went back to toilet paper. So they did a little bit of toilet paper the first time. And then they did toilet paper again this last time. And you know still finding piles of feces though i'm not really i can't really figure out if that's them specifically or if that's just you yeah well it's hard to tell now because i'm i'm I'm, some of my freaking stools are becoming freaking solid again so it's it's yeah back then it would be pretty easy to say well if it's freaking liquid it's freaking mine um but now i'm i'm sort of going back and forth between freaking liquid and solid pretty seriously yeah thank you very much for thank you for the freaking blessing and god bless you for that now geez louise it seems natural only to move into sandy farkas sandy how you doing how you been how are you god bless you and how was your week uh jesus louise a lot of freaking good questions uh first of all uh thank you for freaking moving on from freaking doug jordan that took uh far too much freaking time um i don't think anybody needed a freaking lesson on freaking how to set up freaking cameras that can't freaking capture freaking quality freaking images um i don't know who well, you asked me how my week was I'm, so. i could have sworn it was my freaking segment well, I mean, you're just complaining a lot about me. I, I could like have sworn a lot of time complaining about my it was my ring, I could have sworn it was my freaking segment. And I could have sworn you're interrupting me right now. It's as a segment. Or how is this still? How the hell is this still freaking happening? Why are you still freaking babbling? Okay. And how was yeah. your week? Uh, I'm freaking drunk. I'm freaking as the freaking Diggins, and um, and I've been freaking playing with myself quite a bit because I'm actually able to get freaking uh, freaking hard ons again, um, which is. Which is uh, quite freaking exciting. Um, my freaking symptoms uh, from my unfortunate withdrawal uh, are freaking lessening. Um, I'm feeling a little bit like myself, though the freaking cravings for said special cream are increasing. Uh, I would do just about anything to get a freaking tube of that freaking stuff. I tell you what, um, and and I and I wouldn't even know where to start once I got my hands on a freaking tube, whether it be freaking squirted into my freaking mouth, uh, squirted all over my freaking body, uh, rub it down into my freaking phallus, or Jesus, we Taylor is freaking suggested quite a few times um squeeze the tube um, into your rear freaking squeezing the tube into my freaking rear end um so it, it does feel good uh to uh to have a little bit of uh the, the freaking the, the freaking night sweats are freaking going away uh, my freaking temperature is freaking going down as i mentioned my freaking st- uh, stools are freaking uh hardening which is uh freaking lovely um and uh, and I feel like perhaps my freaking brain freaking functions are 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 are, are freaking returning um, as freaking wiggers and tweakers and freaking mayotars might remember. Um, um, uh, Doug Jordan freaking administered a freaking completely bungled uh, mental acuity test. Uh, notice I had no problem freaking saying it now. Um, and it was not the right time to freaking do so. It was uh, it was very freaking bad timing, and I failed quite freaking miserably, and it has caused me uh, quite a bit of freaking grief, um, of which I am still freaking suffering from. I am quite freaking grief-stricken from this humiliating freaking moment. This was the most humiliating moment I have ever witnessed for Sandy Vargas on air or off. Yeah, absolutely. And the embarrassment has shattered him. Yeah. 
I'm you gotta understand. I'm getting freaking I'm getting freaking emails from freaking mail tards uh, where they're saying I I freaking I had a freaking similar freaking score. Um, it's great to see, to feel freaking represented on the freaking radio. Uh, and, and I'm and I'm freaking and this is just I mean the fact of the matter is it made me look like a freaking fool. Yeah. And feel like a freaking idiot. Yeah. And feel like a freaking imbecile. Yeah. And I am slowly but surely uh, clawing my way back to uh, normal, I guess. Yeah, well, God bless you for that. I know that it might be a while before you return to some semblance of normalcy. Yeah. But, geez, Louise, down in my knees, I actually wanted to do this next segment, and I don't want to rush it here. But I did want to do this next segment here, kind of help you out, embolden you, make you feel like you can do it, return to what you once were, and maybe push it a little bit further in the direction of becoming someone that one would be proud to be. Wow. Wow, that sounds absolutely freaking amazing and, and could be very freaking useful for me. Well, geez Louise, down on my knees, without further freaking ad to our week's segment starts now you are not quite sure you think in your head what it was you were thinking before this last thought spread so you sit and you ponder and then ponder some more until you're more confused than you were before then the thought comes to you and your stomach starts sinking what would people say if they knew what you were thinking so you lie under your bed in the garage and hide and hope no one knows what is going on inside for there is always someone lurking beyond large glasses just waiting to notice that your brain is made of molasses so before you waste away like some dumb old fart please consult our week's guide to seeming smart. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees, this is brought to you in partnership with the Odyssey Online, a great publication for many intellectual pursuits. This one, How to Seem Smart Out in Public. Now, geez, Louise, before we move on, any questions at this point? Um... I mean, it, that's very exciting that we freaking developed a freaking partnership with the Odyssey Online. That's um, I wasn't aware of that freaking partnership. That's freaking great freaking news. It is a partnership I have been fostering personally for quite some time, and another reason that I could really use an intern. So, if you have an intern, five one three nine one four sixty two zero one, please call the hotline. We'll get you set up. Have you sitting next to Givney Morgan? They will show you the ropes. You know, I'm not really familiar with the Odyssey Online. Could you maybe explain a little bit about what they do and who they are and why, you know, we're using them for the guide to being smart? Well, that is such a very interesting question, it's Jordan. It's a publication. It's a very freaking uh, um, noteworthy, noteworthy publication. Publication um, of great note, and they... An esteemed freaking publication. I mean, it's just an esteemed freaking publication. Yeah. They've sort of shifted away from... Public, they used to publish uh, quite a bit of papers, from my understanding, and now yeah. at this point, they're mostly focusing online. Yeah. So. So have they oh, they they used to be just the Odyssey, what? and now they're the Odyssey online. This is a freaking noteworthy freaking publication that you're freaking uh, freaking disparaging freaking live on the freaking radio. And may I mention again, Doug Jordan, just for you to keep, catch you up, we have a great new partnership with them. So let's not try to undo what has been done. 
Oh, yeah, I'm not trying. I'm just, you know, I, because they're my new partner, the I'd like to learn more this, about them. Our week's guide to seeming smart will work is we are going to go through the categories and then Sandy Vargas and Doug Jordan are going to kind of role play the scenario and embolden the discussion for weakers and tweakers out there. So without further freaking ado, number one, discuss your academic dreams in social situations. Whether you're at lunch with a friend, having dinner with a coworker, or even socializing at a party, casually slide in some of your intellectual aspirations into the conversation. This works best when the topic of conversation is applicable to your academic goals. Therefore, try your best to tailor the subject matter to fit your objective. So, Doug Jordan. I want you mm-hmm. to act as though you're having a conversation with Sandy Fargus, and then Sandy Fargus will push some of his academic dreams into the social situation he is engaging with you. Without further ado, please start now. Well, are we at where are we at lunch? You're at a party. You're at a, you're at a party. Okay, what's the party for? It's a birthday party for Sunjay. Okay, and we're okay. Uh, hey, uh, hello. How are you? I'm uh, fine, thanks. Uh, what do you want? Just wanted to talk to you at this party. Absolutely. How how are you doing? The party is not too freaking fun. I tell you that freaking much. And I I don't know if you if you're getting this freaking feeling, but I have a feeling that um the the the, the guest of freaking honor freaking Sunze is having sex with the uh, former co-host of uh, his freaking show. Uh, Doug knows freaking best. Um. By the way, I, have you ever thought about myself, please or? please be quiet. Uh, have you ever freaking thought about um freaking space exploration um or finding freaking intelligent life uh, and bringing out a freaking space? Uh, yeah, no, I've thought a lot about that actually. Yeah, I'm working on it. I'm working. I'm actually, I'm actually hoping to freaking um, discover some freaking um, alien freaking life forms um, um, fairly freaking soon. Yeah, uh, um, I have a freaking giant freaking telescope. There you, you, and a freaking space radio. Please don't interrupt me. And it a looks like a hard on. It looks like a freaking giant freaking hard on. Um, I have it on top of the freaking garage that I freaking live in. Um, uh, and um, and I use it to freaking look over a freaking planet, um, at the freaking outer space freaking planets, and um, and I have a freaking space radio where I freaking transmit freaking signals. Now let's take a quick pause. Why I thought that was it, it, mentioning that you live in a garage might not okay. embolden the conversation to go where you want it. I do freaking see that. Um, let's freaking rewind. Um. Uh, all right, so um, uh, so I'm. Are you familiar with freaking space exploration? Yeah, yeah. I live in a freaking mansion, and I have a freaking giant freaking hard-on telescope that I put right on the freaking uh, very freaking tippy top of that. I freaking climb up there all my freaking self, and I freaking gaze into the freaking stars every single night. And I'm pretty freaking close to finding uh, finding freaking alien life. And if it's a freaking and if if the freaking sex is freaking female, I will I will freaking make love to it. You better freaking believe it. Consensually, obviously, obviously, again, freaking some consensual. Goes without saying, Dick Jordan. But for the name well, of freaking science, please don't interrupt me. I don't know what your freaking problem is, um, but I'm very, I'm looking very, I'm very much freaking looking forward to it. And scene, I mean, and scene. So that went very well the second time around. Doug Jordan, how did you feel about the conversation? I thought it was quite natural. 
I thought it was very one-sided and it wasn't really a conversation. You were just kind of spewing a bunch of facts at me about what you, your garage and the telescope, no, the we hard got, we telescope. Got, we got rid of, please. We got rid of the freaking garage. We freaking rewound and freaking um, redacted the yeah, freaking the garage. Yeah, it was a freaking mansion. Um, and you can assume um, that I freaking, that the mansion, I paid for the freaking mansion uh, with um, some of my freaking accomplishments. Because uh, he didn't freaking ask, and freaking shame on you not uh, for not asking. But actually, in this freaking scenario, I was a freaking Nobel freaking Prize Prize. Um, I was a freaking Nobel Prize Prize. I was a Nobel Prize Prize. Jesus, what Surprise I'm fighter. I'm, a, I'm not a well. Uh, that was back. That's how I got freaking started. I was a freaking prize fighter. But then I freaking won a Nobel Peace Prize. A Nobel Prize. A Nobel. I'm a Nobel Prize Peace. What in the heck am I trying to freaking say? I'm a freaking prize fighter. I used to be a freaking prize fighter, but now I'm a scientist. So, Doug Jordan, I'm going to take your advice into account. Let's try to keep this a little bit more flowing like a natural conversation. Have a little fun with it. Why don't we just sort of spruce it up, take your hair down, and the next conversation will start as such. Number two, ask questions with the word ethos. Even if you don't know what the word means, use it to ask questions about abstract ideas or concepts. If your professor assigned a long reading, ask your professor what the guiding ethos was behind the author's work. Or when you're done watching a movie with some friends, ask them if they understood the ethos of the film. So, Sandy Vargas and Doug Jordan have... Sandy Vargas is attending Doug Jordan's seminar. Doug Jordan, why don't you go ahead and assign a reading? Uh, 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 so I'm leading a seminar, and, and yes. what? Well, that let's find this out. This is that college, Doug. Okay, thank you for coming to my seminar on the um in on ancient Greece. And today was a very good um, day to talk about ancient Greece. So I just finished. I'm just finishing the seminar. Why did you just say freaking welcome to the freaking seminar? If this is you wrapping up. Well, because it seems like I have to wrap it up, and then you got, and then I got to give you homework. So you you know, I kind of got confused. Just keep going. Okay, your homework is to read chapter three, paragraph two through paragraph fourteen uh, in your textbook. Um, that Excuse also. Me, teacher, teacher. Yes, student that I didn't realize was here. Yeah, I don't understand. Can you explain? I don't understand which chapter you mean. And I don't know what it's about either. That's a big problem. Well, if you had been paying attention to my seminar, then you would know what it was about. It was boring. I thought the whole thing was boring. Don't you agree, Sandy? Well, I I mean, the freaking movie that you freaking played in freaking class um, was a pretty interesting. It was pretty freaking graphic for a freaking softcore. Um, and I was wondering what the ethos was. Is that the very was that the freaking climax or? With the uh, so I played a softcore in the movie, in the in the classroom. I don't think I can do that. I think that I would probably get expelled or fired. Well, it is. It was a Greek themed softcore pornography. And quite a bit. There was quite a bit of freaking homosexuality in it as well. But I, and I think that was what you were trying to teach was the freaking. That was sort of um, um, uh, the way it was back in freaking ancient freaking Greece. And uh, God bless them, obviously. Obviously, freaking God bless them. We freaking love it. We freaking support it. Um, and it's and it's and it's and a lot of people freaking don't know that that's what the freaking Olympics was really uh, was really all about. It was about freaking naked men freaking competing, freaking wrestling with one another. And um, and boy oh boy, I feel like I should be freaking teaching the freaking class. Well, you probably should. You probably freaking. I'm glad that this student is in class because otherwise I'd be lost, Professor. 
Yeah, maybe. Let you me ask you a quick class. question: Is it your hypotenuse that the ancient Greeks had more influence on modern government than even the Romans? Well, that's very freaking interesting. That is quite the interesting freaking hypotenuse. Um, I, I might freaking add, and and it, and it just goes to freaking show that with freaking critical freaking thinking and a little bit of freaking ethos sprinkled right on top, you can freaking you can get to the freaking bottom of any freaking question. Yeah, but you've misused hypotenuse. Hypotenuse is a triangle. Well, first of all, again. The part of a triangle. No. What? It's a freaking hypotenuse. is basically another, is a different way of freaking saying theory. I believe it's freaking Latin. Yeah, it is. It's definitely Latin. You should know that because this is a Greek class. That's what they spoke was Greek. The longest longest side of the freaking triangle is a freaking Pythagoras. It's a uh, a freaking Pythagorean. Pythagoras' theorem. Yeah. Well, that's how you find Which is it. also a hypotenuse. Yeah, which is nothing more than a freaking hypotenuse, actually, because they never were able to freaking pr- prove freaking Pythagoras is freaking hypotenuse. Yeah. You know, I thought I was the teacher. Well, in the scenario. End scene. Yes, you were the teacher, but Sandy did accomplish what he needed to accomplish in that. Thank you. He made himself sound much smarter. Put you on the back of your heels. You Now you have to defend all your your entire lecture and the paragraphs that we hadn't even read yet. And now you're back in, backtracking. And the freaking teachers, uh, the, the freaking TA that was sitting on the class who used to freaking have the hots for you, guess who she's freaking, guess who's freaking dorm she's freaking sleeping at? Yeah, that's true. Me, mine, my freaking dorm. That's probably more age appropriate if you're a student and I'm the teacher. Yeah. Well, she's very old, actually. Yeah, she's an elderly freaking student. She's taking it. They have a program at this college for elderly students who are just seeking non-credit courses for enlivening their short lives. To to sort of gracefully wind down um, their lives. Yeah. Well, God and bless she him. was also hired as a teaching assistant, even though she's kind of just auditing a class. Well, it was you, freaking, because unfortunately you had the freaking hot, because you were freaking sexually freaking attracted to her. Number three, when someone asks you a difficult question, you do not know how to answer. Pretend you weren't listening or leave the room. So, if you're asked a challenging question you're unprepared to answer, simply act as if you were dazed or in your own brilliant thought. So, Doug Jordan. Sandy Vargas, in you are out to lunch. And now you ask a very, very intense question. One that Sandy doesn't know. Now, Sandy is going to pretend that he wasn't listening. Okay. Hey, Sandy, thanks for coming to lunch. Absolutely. Do you happen to know what a hypotenuse is? Um, well, first of all, yes, I freaking do. But I have to, I actually, uh, may I leave the freaking room? May I please leave? May I please leave the freaking room? Well, where are you going? Wait, who are you? What are you doing here? I am the. You're the. What, what the hell is this waiter doing? Waiter. The hell is this waiter doing at the freaking table? Why are you? Why are you? I thought that you had signaled that you were ready to. No, absolutely not. Your order. I was going to ask my freaking uh, my freaking dinner freaking companion um, if I could please leave the freaking room. Well, this is a lunch restaurant. Well, well, we specialize in lunch and lunch only. Um, I, I just don't know why you're asking my permission. If you want to leave the room, look, I need to leave. I need to leave the freaking room right freaking now. I hope you don't freaking mind. 
I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm in the middle of a quite a freaking brilliant thought, and I really need to leave the freaking room if I'm going to freaking hash this out within my freaking brain. Well, well, I I have to tell you, Mr. Jordan, if your guest leaves, we're going to have to shift you over to the lunch counter because we have to open the booths up for two to four tops. Mm, oh, well, how long are you going to be lost in thought for? I mean, I mean there's no way of freaking knowing. Um... You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna take as long as it freaking needs before, until I can freaking reach the the natural freaking conclusion to this freaking brilliant thought that I'm having. And I'm, honestly, the more we're freaking talking about it, the farther away it's, it feels. And and this could be freaking. Can I please leave the freaking room, please? And scene, excellently done. You save face. Thank you. Just because you didn't know what hypotenuse means, well, even I though obviously, well, yeah, obviously, obviously, I know. Everybody knows what freaking hypotenuse is. Number four, use the step. Use a tyrannosaurus. I was trying to say some sort of dinosaur. Use a thesaurus. Use a thesaurus. And this, and it just says to make big words in the body of the paragraph. So, Doug Jordan, ask Sandy a question. Okay. Uh, What are you going to order for lunch? Um, you mean to what am I going to order to freaking gust, uh, to participate in freaking gustation? Well, I have to think about what's going to uh, be optimal uh, in my mouth during freaking um, freaking mastication. You're doing that at lunch? We're not that kind of place. Wait, what the hell is this freaking waiter? Wait a minute, Art. Wait a minute, what the hell is this freaking waiter? What are we? Are we back? We're still at freaking lunch. Is this is the same yeah. freaking scenario? So I figured we would just go back, and this was a different day. No, this is the same day that you're at the. We're we're having a conversation. This is Bridges Lunch Counter in Delhi. Okay. So we're still at the oh, same place. Oh, then. you mean a freaking delicatessen? Yeah. And there'd be no masturbating in the booths. Mastication. If you're going to do that, you got to go up to the counter. Well, I was trying to freaking leave the room in the last freaking scenario. My freaking guest wouldn't freaking allow it. I yeah. thought we were at the counter. I thought we were at... And also, if we're at the counter, why are we still talking to the freaking waiter? Shouldn't we be talking to the, the counter freaking person? And I do counter service as well. I do the whole thing. Times are tough. And scene. Very well done. That's perfect. He used some words I didn't know. Made me feel like an idiot. Absolute fool. And mission accomplished. You are now above us in social stature. So, number five, refer to current world events. After educating yourself, talk about it with your peers. They will think you are worldly and knowledgeable. So, Doug Jordan, you are at the golf course with Sandy Vargas. Sandy Vargas, slip in some world events into the convo. Absolutely. Okay. I got to go wash my balls before I tee off. The hell kind of thing does that to say to me? Well, I got to I got to wash the balls before I tee off. Otherwise, why the hell would I want to? Why the hell would I want to know about you freaking washing your balls? You got to wash your balls before you tee. Everybody knows that about golf. You got to wash the balls. You're talking about freaking golf balls. I got it. I thought you were. I thought you were the dime about freaking testicles. I thought tee off was when you get on all fours and you put the little tee that the ball goes on in your rear freaking end, and then someone hits it. Wait, what is no, it? No, it's just putting it in the ground. And... Um, I heard that the freaking volcano burrito from freaking Taco Bell is freaking coming back this summer. Okay, I gotta stop you there. Do not explicitly do not do. Fast food references or reality TV. Those are off limits. They have to be worldly events. Um, geez Louise. Um, 
I heard that, um, have you been following the freaking, um, Donald, uh, the, the Donald Trump has a freaking, uh, little, his penis looks like freaking, uh, Mario. He looks like a little boy from Mario. Hey, no, I haven't been following that. He had sex with the porn star, and, they, and she said that his penis looked like uh, Mario, I think. I'll allow it. This is news to you? Toast yeah, I mean, what, what you're saying to me is news to me, yeah. You yeah. should pick up a freaking newspaper every once in a while. Now, here's the thing. I would say, even if you don't know worldly events, this was what I would do. Did you hear that in Nashgalia that um, Gunderson is back? So you can just say gibberish. Yeah, well, yeah. then you would say, and I say, oh, you didn't know who Gunderson is? He's only one of the top warlords right now that we have to deal with, and geez louise, the Civil War is unruly and terrifying. Where is Nashgalia? In the forest. But just a second ago, you just you didn't know anything about this either. Now all of a sudden, you know where freaking Nashgalia is. Did you know that freaking Vesuvius Jackson has sprained his freaking ankle and will be out for the freaking season? Kind of a big deal, Doug Jordan. In what sport? What sport does Vesuvius Jackson play for? Um, most of them. Most, yeah, he's uh, well. He's a, first of all, he was freaking an Olympian. Um, I guess you didn't freaking pay attention to the freak to that. But he's also um, he's also a, uh, a freaking philanthropist. And that's a, when that's actually the freaking season that he's out of. He's not going to be able to be freaking donate this freaking year because he's freaking because he's not freaking playing freaking ball. The season, the season of the philanthropist is that a show or? No, I'm, I would never freaking talk about freaking reality shows. Yeah, I don't freaking watch do them. That. That's for freaking those are for freaking no, those uh, are peasants. Idiots. So end scene. Good job. I think we made Doug Jordan feel very small. Well, we puffed ourselves up very large. Now, you guys just said gibberish. I don't. That doesn't really make me feel small. Just kind of makes me feel more informed yeah, than you guys wouldn't you know, but you didn't know what gibberish we were talking about anything could be gibberish until you heard it the first time the first time I heard about a wombat I thought it was completely made up not a real thing yeah but it, I think that it is a real thing yeah and now I know it was a very okay. embarrassing moment I thought that it was gibberish and then I found out that people weren't just pulling my leg and that a wombat is an animal from down under. Okay. So, same thing with the freaking Tasmanian devil. They said, well, yeah, he freaking came across a freaking Tasmanian devil. I said, oh, you mean freaking Taz? Yeah. I said, yeah, Taz is freaking hilarious. Um, turned out they were talking about a freaking Tasmanian freaking devil, a little freaking animal. Yeah. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees. We have much news and discussions to get through. Real quick, I want to say, number six, agree with people who are smarter than you. So, Doug Jordan, say something to Sandy that is very intelligent, and Sandy will agree with you. Have you heard the news about Gunderson in Nashgali? Yes, I agree with you. Perfectly done, excellently educated. Every No one is any the wiser at this point, and... Number seven, we wanted to add some honorable mentions, wear glasses, and have pens in your shirt pocket. That's freaking freaking good advice. Jeez Louise, Mm -hmm. down on my knees. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. We got a great freaking show full of freaking our week's news and discussions. If you want to join in, call the conversation. Call 513-914-6201. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. You might get put on blast, but you also might get a prize or two. Without further freaking ado, our week's news and discussion starts freaking now. 
Last week, famed television host and disgraced Cincinnati Mayor Jerry Springer died, according to E! News. He was 79. Springer, who hosted the Jerry Springer Show for 27 years, died peacefully at his home in suburban Chicago on April 27th after a brief illness his family confirmed. Quote, Jerry's ability to connect with people was at the heart of his success in everything he tried, whether it was politics, broadcasting, or just joking with people on the street who wanted a photo or a word. He's irreplaceable, and his loss hurts immensely. But memories of his intellect, heart, and humor will live on. A rep for the Springer family said in a statement. Springer got his start in show business as a replacement for Phil Donahue after his political career abruptly ended due to scandal. The television host's eponymous show aired its final episode in 2018, but Springer wasn't long for retirement, and he returned with Judge Jerry for three seasons before finally hanging it up. Springer is survived by daughter Katie Springer, 47, who he shared with ex-wife Mickey Velton. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees, Sandy Farkas, please. A few words about the great Jerry Springer. Um, yeah, I mean, this is a, this is a huge freaking blow. Yeah. And though we haven't seen much of freaking Springer, um, in his freaking natural freaking habitat, uh, habitat in quite a few freaking years, um, it feels as if Jerry never really freaking left us. Yeah. And, and it doesn't feel as if he's really left us now. It feels like if you listen and if you make everybody be very freaking quiet and you listen, you can hear, you can still hear the freaking chants of his audience, freaking Jerry, 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 as they wheeled out some freaking ugly freak. And they said, can you believe this guy? Look at this guy with the freaking spiky hair and look at how disappointed his freaking parents are in him. And the next thing you know, yep, you guessed it. He's kissing a freaking uh, enormous freaking woman. Uh, it is, it was the absolute dream of the freaking crop. And and I will freaking miss Jerry freaking personally very freaking much. Yeah, and I always had a dream that one day I would be on Jerry's bringer. Says did I. And that he would be working his magic toward a reconciliation. And I know that I would not want to let Jerry down. So I would bring drama in full force. Yeah. And that's what Jerry brought. To all these people, he brought out some very interesting behavior because people didn't want to let him down. Yeah. There, there aren't many people left in this world who will ask you, who is the last person you want to freaking see right now? And then you would answer, oh, this is the last person I want to see right now. And they would say, well, guess who we freaking got right behind this freaking curtain? Exactly that freaking person. Yeah. And the freaking, and boom, you were off to the freaking races. Doug Jordan, share a brief memory of Jerry Springer from your past, something that touched you to your heart. You know, I watched a lot of the show, I think, as most people did. And, uh, you know, he would always get people would come on the show and be kind of, you know, wacky. And Jerry would be like, oh, let me ask you a question about this. And then the people would, you know, do something kind of wacky. And then, you know, the audience would kind of boo. And, Doug, you know, Doug, sometimes. Doug Jordan, this is not a specific memory. Yeah, You're I can't really think of a specific memory. Describing yeah. what his show was. 
I mean, there could be something where it's, you know, there's a, there's a, a woman who's, who's, she's saying, I have, I've been having freaking trouble with my freaking husband. Husband comes out and he's like, what am I freaking doing here? I'm freaking Jerry Springer. And they said, and they said, are you having trouble with this freaking woman? And then guess what they, and he said, yes, because I'm freaking cheating on her with this. And they would freaking wheel out the biggest freaking freak you've ever seen. And he'd be freaking chained up. He'd be a freaking, he'd be a freaking covered in, head to toe in freaking leather. He's a freaking gimp. And they would all start freaking swinging at each other. Out would come freaking Wilkos. He would freaking lay down the freaking hammer, freaking bash everybody to freaking bits. And they'd freaking scoot them all off in the back freaking stage. And, you'd, and everyone would be freaking in tears. Yeah. Those were the freaking moments. That's when I would be watching TV at freaking 8 in the morning. And I'd say, this is what it's all freaking about. Yeah. Hadn't gone to bed yet, Doug Duren. Stay, staying up for Jerry. I only wish that I had ever seen Judge Jerry because I haven't. Don't know when it aired. Don't know what it aired on. I missed out. Yeah. Hopefully somebody will hear this and they'll send us the tapes. I don't know. I don't know if that's possible, but goddamn, it's worth a shot. Last week, reports swirled about Mila Kunis being in talks to play the Fantastic Four's The Thing, according to TMZ. The, new public, the news publication stated that several reports from Hollywood insiders claimed that the actress was being tapped to play the Orange Rock Monster character, including famed Twitter handle at MyTimeToShineH. According to reports, Kunis is in talks to portray a female version of Ben Grime. Quote, they are looking at Jewish actors, both male and female, for the thing in Fantastic Four. Mila Kunis is one of them. At my time to shine, H wrote. The new Fantastic Four film directed by Matt Shackman is slated to debut in 2025. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees. Now, this is sort of an interesting take on the classic supervillain orange rock monster thing. Sandy Vargas, I'm not really sure I had ever imagined Mijakunis as playing that character. Um, I will have to freaking agree with you. I, I have spent quite a quite a bit of time uh, freaking uh, imagining who would finally come and play freaking Rockman when he would finally debut on their freaking silver freaking screen. Um, and I've been freaking waiting for quite some freaking time because he's my favorite freaking, he's one of my absolute freaking favorite freaking supervillains. Um, and I gotta tell you, now to hear that freaking Mitch Capunis um, is up for the freaking role, uh, I, I, can pro- I can tell you freaking uh, safely, that she was not on my freaking shortlist. No. Because when I think of freaking rock man, I think about his giant freaking rock freaking Dangly Johnson. So hard as a freaking rock. Yeah, absolutely freaking hard as a stone, Doug Jordan. He's got a couple of stones hanging off his freaking Dangly Johnson, if you know what I mean. His stones are freaking boulders, freaking Doug Jordan. I mean, Jesus, wait, and so is his freaking shaft. I mean, his shaft is a freaking, is, 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 is like the freaking Washington freaking monument. It's a protrusion you'd never seen before. That's for sure. That's for sure. Am I supposed to say something, or are you just going to keep talking? I mean, Doug, imagine, imagine the man's freaking stones. Because uh, these aren't freaking, these aren't your freaking regular freaking stones. These are freaking hard rock freaking stones. These are, they're freaking orange. He's got a freaking orange freaking Dangly Johnson, and it's made of freaking rock and brick. And it's absolutely beautiful. It's one of the most beautiful things they've ever drawn in any comic book. Yeah. And it brings a tear to my eye just thinking about it. And what also brings a tear to my eye is Minja Kunis coming in here and wiping that all away. Unless, of course, they're going to give it to her. Giant Rock Johnson and freaking massive freaking stone boulders. Yeah. See, Rock Johnson was maybe would have been a good freaking yeah. choice to play freaking Rock Man. Yeah. And I had been saying that for a while. Nobody listened. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I said it on this show. Doug Jordan probably can attest to it. 
again, am I supposed to say something here, or are you just kind of using me as a as the Last audience? Last week, a Florida Uber Eats driver was killed and dismembered during a delivery run, according to CBS Miami. 37-year-old Oscar Zolas Jr. was charged with the killing of a delivery driver during a delivery at a home in Holiday, Florida. According to Pasco County Sheriff Chris Noco, the remains were found at his house in trash bags and a cooler, which also contained a receipt with Solis's name on it. Quote, this was a horrific crime of passion. This was demonic, Sheriff Noco said. Solis was released from an Indiana prison in January after serving four years for an assault and burglary conviction. According to reports, he moved to the Florida home about three months ago and is allegedly affiliated with the notorious MS-13 gang. So, geez louise down to my knees. This was a crime of passing, as described by the freaking sheriff, no, Chris Nuku. And, geez louise, down on my knees, what was Oscar so passionate about? And when I first read this, by the way, I read, Florida Uber eats driver, and I thought, geez, I thought we were, this, we were getting another cannibal story. And then I re- forgot eats driver was killed. Uber eats driver was killed. So I thought initially this was going to be a little bit more gory than it ended up being. Yeah, and unfortunately, freaking cannibalism freaking stories are some of the freaking best that we ever freaking touch on. That is a freaking disappointment. Um, but freaking, um, God rest his, God rest whoever, God rest their freaking soul. Yeah. Doug Jordan, thoughts, uh, thoughts, uh, any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, sounds pretty, pretty gruesome. I mean, you found the remains in trash bags in a cooler, so guy obviously freaking chopped him up and put him in garbage bags and stuff yeah and do you think freaking sheriff freaking dooku is doing enough to freaking solve that's this a good point that's a good passing? point well i mean we don't really there's not really a lot in the article about what you know if they're you know fingerprinting the scene of the crime or right if they called you know, CSI, yeah, you you know, CSI hope, in Miami. I mean, Doug, you got to hope they're freaking fingerprinting. They're I probably would, not going to find the guy. If I were the freaking sheriff, I would suggest that somebody check the area for semen. I agree. I would say, if I were the freaking sheriff, I would say, let's let's do a freaking full freaking semen sweep. Make sure there isn't a freaking, make sure if there's a freaking drop line anywhere, we got we get every last freaking little bit of it. And I would say, next, uh, let's go ahead and do a freaking full freaking st- uh, stool sample search. If anybody freaking was foolish enough to leave some freaking stool behind, we need that freaking scraped up, put in a freaking cup, and it needs to be in my hands in the next freaking 24 hours. And then I would say, next, we got to freaking, we got to get freaking four cameras freaking set up perfectly and make sure they're freaking night vision. Because if this guy comes back at freaking nighttime, I don't want to look at the freaking footage and say, uh, I guess there's no way to freaking tell who this is. Last week, Soda Giant Mountain Dew introduced its all-new Summer Freeze flavor, according to ChewBoom.com. Mountain Dew's latest drink offers a unique twist on a classic red and white and blue ice pop with the introduction of the Mountain Dew Summer Freeze. Combining the signature citrus flavor of Mountain Dew with bold notes of cherry, lemon, and raspberry ice pop flavor, the new Dew Summer Freeze flavor can be enjoyed in both original and zero sugar offerings and can be purchased in 20-ounce bottles, 12-ounce, 12-pack cans, and 16.9-ounce, 6-pack bottles for a limited time. Doug Jordan? 
Yeah. Take it to the sports desk. Okay. This is the sports this is the sports desk with Doug Jordan. They got a new Mountain Dew coming out that's supposed to be like a, a bomb pop. Blue you know, blue, white, and red popsicle. So it's supposed to be all three flavors in one um, soda. I'm, I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like the thing that you like about the popsicle is you get a little, you get a little bit of each flavor separately on their own. You don't want it all at once. Otherwise, you're just melting the popsicle and then you're just drinking the popsicle juice. That's an interesting point. What color is this freaking soda pop? Yeah, it's got to be some sort of, you know, purplish. I mean, did I they, were, they, were they able to freaking swirl it or it's just freaking blue or red or or, freaking, or is it freaking white? Because the, the white of the freaking bomb pop, actually, funny enough, I mean, it usually reminds me of the freaking color of freaking seed. Yeah. A freaking seed colored soda, I think, might rub some people the wrong way. Especially if it's real thick. Do you think they're planning on making it real thick? Well, then it wouldn't really be a soda. It'd be kind of like more like a milkshake. Yeah. More like a viscous, like a, almost like a soapy milkshake. Very yeah. freaking interesting. That's very freaking interesting, Doug. Yeah, this has been a pretty good sports desk. I, I like the idea. I like what you came up with. And, you know, and I also like, I want to try this product. Now that you've said that you don't like it, I do want it. Yeah, and I, yeah, and I, I also, I think it was a freaking bold idea of yours to freaking thicken it up a little bit. Um, again, I don't know if freaking people are going to freaking go for it, but I, I, I freaking commend you for, for suggesting such a, such a, please don't hurt me, such a sort of freaking uh, disgusting, um, idea. Yeah, like if they added a, like a small percentage of gelatin in there just to kind of get it a little thicker. Sort of it up. Yeah. And yet not, you lose any of the freaking carbonation. So it's sort of like this thickened freaking soapy, but still sort of poppy and freaking bubbling, um, freaking, um, freaking mixture. Like a drinkable yogurt. Like a drinkable yogurt. Like a bubbly drinkable yogurt. Yeah. Last week, television fans bid late night TV host James Corden goodbye after his final broadcast, according to NPR. After eight years on air, the 44-year-old host is stepping away from his plus-size chair to explore other opportunities. According to reports, the CBS network will not be rebuilding the show around a new host, leading insiders to speculate that Corden, quote, ran the ship into the ground. Quote, with the show costing the network $65 million a year and only making $45 million a year annually, Corden literally ate the show to death, an insider said in a statement. The catering and travel costs, yes, Corden could only fly in military cargo aircraft due to weight limits on commercial flights that Corden incurred for the network caused both the host and CBS to, quote, go belly up. There is no word as to what CBS has planned for the 1235 time slot going forward. Now, James Corden is out, but we don't want to leave him with nothing. So we have to do a very quick three-minute round of our week's eight-category system analysis, the first being food, the second being shelter, the third being clothing, the fourth being toilet, the fifth being cars and motorcycles, the sixth being sports, the seventh being geography, and the eighth miscellaneous, which everyone knows is sex. So we're going to do our week's best moments from James Corden's Late Late Show. Number one, food. Obviously, James Corden, favorite food, the Cordon Bleu. It's a big freaking hunk of freaking chicken, deep fried and breaded, and stuffed with ham and gorgonzola's cheese. Yeah, um, this is disgusting. But he loved it, and he ate it on air constantly. 
Number two, Sandy Vargas, shelter. Um, his best moment, probably when he got would get stuck in small spaces. He said, I can't get out of my freaking chair. Sweating. And they had to make it especially big. The doorways were larger than most other shelters. Yeah. So, number three, Doug Jordan clothing. He, he always wore a suit. And it go. was an ill-fitting suit. Yeah, too small. Yeah, I was going to say that. Bulging at the seams. Doug Jordan again, number four toilet, your favorite. Um, maybe he went to the bathroom when he was in the car. He used the car as no, a toilet. Doug Jordan, cars and motorcycles is next. Yeah, but car, he did the carpool karaoke. And, and, and I believe he did go to the bathroom in the car quite a few times. So cars, motorcycles, toilet, kind of all one category. Carpool karaoke, went to the bathroom in the toilet. So in the car. Jeez Louise down on my knees. Number six, sports, Sandy Vargas. Um, I guess when he tried, uh, there was a gymnastics episode where he tried to do freaking gymnastics and he was bouncing on the balancing beam and everything split. It broke. Absolutely freaking hilarious. Yeah. Number seven, geography. James Corden is like a mountain in that he is so big and that up until recently we thought he was so immovable but somehow they were able with the help of a military aircraft to get him out of the CBS lot and back to his own country go back to England I say Doug Jordan number 8 miscellaneous which everyone knows is sex take us out well, I don't think, you know, it's a it's on cable, so they can't really do sex on the show. So you're saying James Corden has never had sex? Yeah, we'll go with that. James Corden never had sex. It's hilarious. Tweakers! Tweakers! Thrill Freaking Seekers has been another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of Freaking Our Week in Review. We love you so very freaking much. We're so freaking hot and happy for you. Stay safe out there, and we'll see you freaking next week. Well, geez, Louise. I thought that went quite well. Uh, yeah. Um, Weakers and Tweakers, I just want everybody to know I'll be back uh, freaking DJing at freaking Ortego Grill after a, a short freaking hiatus. Um, Tuesday night, we're going back to freaking uh, karaoke night. Uh, this week's uh, theme is freaking Aerosmith. So if you like singing freaking Aerosmith, um, it's going to be a freaking good time. Well, I mean, we we haven't confirmed that or anything. You got to get back out there, Doug Jordan, now that you got his confidence back. Yeah, what the hell are you doing right now? I'm wondering, what, are you, what the hell are you freaking doing? No, and you know, uh, Tuesday night, that's tomorrow night, so, you know, it's kind of la- last minute. And Wednesday night is Croce night coming back, so geez louise, a full freaking schedule. Yeah. No, we're not bringing back Cro- Croce night. What? Production of Our Week Studios. W-A-Y-O-L-P Rochester.